Welcome to Sunburnt Country Music, interviews with Australian country music artists. My name is Sophie and I have been interviewing Australian country music artists for over a decade and I still love it. I love their stories, I love their insights and I love their music. So I hope you enjoy hearing from them on this podcast. Jax Tonic is a singer-songwriter from Sydney who released his debut single on the front foot last year and he now has a new single, Country Boy. We're going to talk about whether or not he actually is a country boy. Hello, Jax. Hello, Sophie. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. And I've been tapping my toes along to Country Boy. So I'll start by asking you, what is the story behind it? Yeah, look, I'm glad you're tapping your toes. It's uh, it's it's type of song that uh, gets people going and, uh, you know, uh, the story behind it... Um, it's, you know, it, it sort of was written about a country boy. I obviously grew up on the um, on the beaches myself. My mum my was from Forbes, so she always spoke about the country and growing up in the country. But um, the song essentially is, you know, a tribute to the country boys who, who live on the farms and people who live on the farms and to farmers and their families. And I wrote it um, during lockdown. I was in a quite sort of deep and meaningful uh phase where you're just in lockdown you're thinking about things deeply and um you know with all the idea of um the droughts through 20 you know around 2017 and then fires 2019 to 2020 and all those things sort of just in recent years uh, not to mention years and years and years of farmers and what they've been through but it just it just started to roll off the you know off the tongue and just the lyrics started to flow and I just realised that the song I was you know writing was about um, people who live in the country and how how they go through the ups and downs of it all yeah so it's it's really just a tribute to them and and what they're doing. You mentioned yeah. that you wrote it during lockdown. Did you were there well were there other songs that came out of that time because you said you know you found yourself thinking about things quite a lot. So was it a fertile creative period for you? It was. And I, I think a lot of people um, went through the same sort of thing where it was a really fertile period. Um, you know, you, you, you're almost going from song to song and, and realising that each one is has got a lot, a lot of substance. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what it is about that, but just almost being incubated into a, into a, a little shell or a bubble and just writing and just having that time where it almost felt like the world stopped around us. You know, everybody was in their little house um, being forced to be in there, not going to work and not going on buses and all those sorts of things. So, um, you know, your your creativity and and the way you're thinking about um, storylines and lyrics, it definitely um, gives you that that, um, inspiration to create things. Um, And, you know, you can only imagine how the people um, on farms and, and out in regional areas, how, how, how they'd feel through lockdown as well. Mm. Um, it's, it's <laughs> you know what I mean? The, the city people had to do it, but to the, to the farmers out there, it would have affected them in different ways. And they had other worries to go through as well. Well, they had to keep primary producing for us, I guess, was, was a big part of it. it. was, you know, they they couldn't necessarily protect themselves from what was going on. They had to be out in the world making things, manufacturing, well, not manufacturing, growing things, sending yeah. them on to people in the city so we could eat and clothe ourselves. Like so many industries, they had to adapt, you know, um, and that's, that seems to be the way of the world through that period. Um, so yeah, you know, it, it was, it was written as, um, you know, 
he's a country boy and he, he's proud of it and this is the work he does but it's also about their families and I can just hear the ladies out there saying what about she's a country girl you know <laughs> um so I'll have to do a do a sequel to the song about well, a country girl but... you're, you're a bloke so I think we can give you a pass for seeing about yeah. a country boy. <laughs> don't necessarily have to cover the fields with it but you do have the line yeah they don't make them like that anymore and I'm wondering if there are there are men you know in your life where you think oh they don't make them like that anymore Oh, I think I think everybody's got a, a grandfather or a dad or something where um, they were just old school. Um, and, you know, like I said, adapting. That's what the new farmers have done. All these young blokes um, out on the land have had to adapt with all their technology and all their different ways of running their, their farms. Um, mm. In the old days, you know, old school farmers, talking about not building like that anymore they had to adapt to what they were going through and a lot of that was just sheer grit and uh hard work ethic mm. and you know not that they're not doing that these days the young blokes or the young ladies out there on the farms but um you know it's different they've adapted differently they might have to be in front of a computer or doing some admin or you know trying to work out how they're going to make ends meet between periods um sitting inside an office for, for half the day I don't know um but you know in the old days it was it was out there and just getting the hands dirty and and getting up um basically as the song says crack of dawn and and just day after day after day going through the ups and downs of weather and you know all the different tests that um, mm. the farm life put put them through um but yeah it's look you could you could just imagine uh, it's probably easy for me to write sitting you know in my bedroom or wherever I'm writing the song um, and think about it and create it. But for someone like me to come up with that idea from the northern beaches, um, you know, I must have had something in my mind. Like obviously, my mum talked about Forbes and and the old days and growing up there and all that sort of stuff. But for me to create that and think of this song as a tribute to these uh, farmers, mm. it's interesting. It's it's interesting to say the least, you know. Yeah, well, I guess you, know, you have a perspective on it that people who are working in it wouldn't have. Their perspective would be different, obviously. Um, they wouldn't necessarily pay tribute to themselves, I guess, whereas it, it probably does take someone from outside and geographically quite different to look at it and think, yeah, I can see what's going on here and I acknowledge it. Well, yeah, it's it's an absolute. I think it's got it's got it's got to make them feel good. It's got to be a compliment in in some way, shape, or form um, that people are taking notice. And like you said, through COVID and through all these different time periods where these farmers were putting food on our table, and the prices, you know, there was price wars and the prices were going up and um, going crazy. in in terms of all the things they had to adapt with um, or adapt to, um, you know, we we basically um, just get the food on our plate or. We, we know people who are going through those lines if we have friends or families out on the land and it just makes you really stop and think what's going on and and yeah. and the world we're living in you know um so it's just another it's another tangent to think about and uh you know coming into the country music scene and and, and getting amongst it and and taking a look around that's what I saw so I wrote about it you know so quite a few years ago when you were playing live a lot, did music ever take you to country towns or were you playing just in cities? Yeah, I, I used to um, I used to go to a few country towns. Like I used to play uh, Mudgee on, a, on New Year's Eve. We used to go out there and play um, 
one of the, the hotels out there. I met this couple who ran this pub on the outskirts of Mudgee and I used to go and just lock in there about 8, 8 p.m. and just keep going until past midnight. And I just have, we just have about 100, 150 um, locals just, you know, having, having a ball and singing yeah. along. And yeah, so it took me to Mudgee. I've, I've been out to Alice Springs, um, had six weeks residency at Lasseter's Casino um, out there in Alice Springs. And that was, that was unbelievable. Like um, singing there, sharing that with a, a guy back in the day, um, another singer and, you know, you, you'd share the stage and they would give you a bit of sanity, a bit of peace of mind in the quiet during the day, you know, yeah. um, but a lot of it was just jumping on a bike and doing some exercise through the town and riding around Alice Springs and um, and then singing at night. So, yeah, yeah I've, I've played up and down the coast, um, done done a lot of travelling. So, um, you know, you, you'd, you'd set gigs a, as you go and try to, mm find a find a, a pub or a gig on the way and I suppose that's what I'm going to start doing uh with when I start playing festivals soon so that's the aim to try to get into festivals and um you know pick up a few pubs on the way I'm no I'm no stranger to uh picking up a pub on the way and <laughs> stopping and asking them for a room or getting nice. a tent out and you know staying there and uh, sleeping the night after you sing yeah, right. Um, so, yeah, that, I think that that's all pretty much ahead of me for the next year or two, and I'm looking forward to it, you know. Because there is that transition that happens when you're releasing originals that you want to have shows that are just for your original music, uh, but so much of the work is cover shows. So um, is it a case of having to leave behind the more regular work that you used to and move towards those shows, or can they coexist? Oh. Uh, Look, I think you, you get to a point where you have to make a decision about what you sort of what you want to do, um, because it's so tempting to fall back into doing a whole lot of covers and uh, performing other people's songs and then people just knowing you as that. Um, and I think you get to a point and every musician gets to this point um, where you've just got to, um, you know, stop the, the cover gigs, so to speak, to a certain extent and then um, start booking the originals. But very handy to know your covers and, and and know how to read a crowd. So if, um, you know, if they're sort of staring at you and they're like, oh, we've heard these originals now, they're <laughs> all new to us, and then you you pull out a little bit of a cover, they start wiggling or grabbing another drink at the bar and then uh, a couple of those and then you pop back into an original and you, you just got to read the crowd, you know. That's that's what covers, that's what the covers scene has taught you. Yeah. Um, every Every musician knows that. And we love it too. We love playing covers because... <laughs> those songs are legendary songs, you know, a good song's a good song. So. Is there a particular artist who you like to cover a lot because you know those songs will always get the crowd going? Um, I, the, the, I mean, look, in terms of uh, covers and things like that, I, I, I have a variety of, of um, different artists. I definitely don't have one. I, I, I tend to play a lot of um, 70s. You know, like the old, the old sort of stuff, like uh, country roads. You know, leaving on a jet plane, and and the gambler, and Sweet Home Alabama, and Brown Eyed Girl, and you know, Rock Van Morrison, Credence. Like you can dip into all of those different um, sort of styles and songs, and um, Paul Kelly, and you mm -hmm. know. It's it's I, I have I had a list. I used to have a list of about three hundred songs. Um, that I knew off by heart and used to play and 
you know, you never really forget them. Um, but that that in itself uh, sets you up to 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 create and write better songs yourself. Yeah, right. Which, which I find um, quite good, you know, like in terms of uh, the experience that you've had playing those songs numerous times. And then, as I said, your ear just uh, starts to pick up what what sounds right and wrong. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no particular, no particular. I mean, I love I love singing nowadays, like classics. Um, from Keith Urban and you know, like I don't know, like even those sort of songs, like people people love that too. Oh, Keith, he's 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 you know he's doing great at the moment. So. <laughs> <laughs> Can't yes. go wrong with those sort of songs. That's true. But it's interesting what you say about um, covers being a way to train you as a songwriter because some are, some musicians might think, oh, I don't want to like other people's music might get in the way of me writing my own stuff. But to think of it as an education uh, and like a performative education is, is great. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's all about, it's all about making the crowd feel good mm-hmm. and you can play a slow ballad and it can get to people in the right moment. Um, yeah. You can be halfway through a set, like, you know, I'd, I'd be halfway through a set previously um, and you just pull out a, a nice slow song. And if the crowd's um, going along with you, they'll pull out their lighters and, mm-hmm. you know, start getting the old lighters out and swaying them around. <laughs> they're still on the dance floor and they're still going and then you can go into the next uh, up-tempo sort of song. So, yeah, but that, that is so important, all the learning all the classics and playing them, and I, I think that's that's part of music, the respect. Mm. It's almost like paying homage to um, mm. those who came before. Yeah, yeah. right. Now, yeah. when you released On the Front Foot, it was after quite a few years away from being a performing artist um, and music at one time was your full-time focus how has it felt getting back to music oh it's 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 been it's been unbelievable um i think the the, the best thing about it or the, the the best part about it um is probably meeting all of the people in the country music scene right. um and how accessible they are and how down to earth they are um and that has helped me considerably um, because back in the day when you were doing gigs and you were out and about, it was the same. Um, you were you were meeting, you know, old rockers, um, you know, choir boys, the oils, all those sort of guys. You'd be bumping into them up at the cross, King's Cross, and, you know, end up in a studio and they're just hanging out on a lounge with their guitars and drum kit and, you know, just, just riding or whatever, and you find yourself in a room with them and you, you sort of, talking about it and, and getting inspired by it and 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 that's I liken those sort of experiences with what I'm sort of going through now right. you know I went to Tamworth and um, took my 10 year old daughter she, she <laughs> wanted to come so I took her and I just walked we walked around the place and just met different people and different artists and yeah. had a chat with them and and the same sort of thing and now I'm on you know on calls and chatting to people and and getting tips and and tricks and uh, getting the rundown off 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 yeah all these awesome awesome musicians and artists and that has made it easier to have right. that big break mm-hmm. um, and then not see people it's amazing like when you disappear and you're just doing a, a day job mm-hmm. um, how it, yeah it, it just feels like nothing's really change like time stood still you know um coming back and you know i've spoken to troy kemp and 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 touch base with him again and um that's that's been 
awesome just um, talking to people like him who've who've just been working so hard for so many years and uh, you know, um, doing so well. And it's yeah. just nice to rekindle the friendship. I think the friendships are um, foremost, the most important, um, getting getting the the connections with people. Um, and yeah, just so many, yeah, the answer is so many nice people that I've met, <laughs> just so many nice people. Which is, which is so great that. to hear, um, you know, as someone who's a fan of Australian country music, but it's also great for for other fans of country music to know that that the other artists are really supportive and that there is a lot of sharing of information. I know that that happens because um, yeah. I, I hear it from a few people. But, uh, yeah, for you to come into a scene that wasn't yours originally because you were you were in rock, yeah. um, it, it must be great. And this is, this is not to sound, it might sound a little odd to say in middle age, but, you know, you have a family and you, you've had a day job and everything. And it is scary, I would imagine, to try to start again at a certain point of life. Yeah. I, I don't know anybody around me who would do it. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, the mums and dads and people in yeah. my, anyway, yeah. like when I walk up and down the street and none of those people would probably do what I did. Um, they were all probably pretty shocked. Um when I was when I was saying I was going to do it, but I always knew that I'd I'd done the gigs before I'd I'd been immersed in it, and I I knew how it all worked, and I I knew my level of talent, you know, whether I could have it have a go at it again and, and all that sort of stuff. So, um, you know, and I was happy to do that. So, um, yeah, it's 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 a, it's a funny thing, but it's it's instinct and. Um, yeah, as I said, I think COVID had a lot to do with it and lockdown and all that sort of mm. stuff. It had a lot to do with a lot of people changing and adapting in various mm. regions. But I suppose something that's probably even more prominent than that, that was that was one of the catalysts, I suppose, COVID and lockdown. But it was um, the country music scene and how how inviting it is and how interesting all the music is how cool it is yeah like you, you you just you have to admit it's it's a you know if, if you're a smart person you can see what's going on mm. it's good music it's really it's really good, yeah. really, really old good. rootsy old you know um old school sort of music and sound um I'd, I'd almost like to have a go at um getting more fiddles and you know more banjos in my music and going down that other path as well. I mean, I'm doing country rock, but um, all that sort of sound appeals to me as well. Yeah. Um, with with the classic uh, country instruments, um, and that that kind of is uh, starting to become something that I'm thinking about at the moment. You know, getting a bit mm. more of a country sound. I might have to. I might have to give Matt Fell a call or something. <laughs> or. <laughs> well, the good thing is there are you know, the musicians are around. That's the other thing, is it? You know, having been to Tamworth and made connections, if you want to have fiddles and banjo, and you don't play those instruments yourself, there are some great musicians around oh, who yeah. can play on your recordings. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and that's 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 the most amazing thing about it all. Um, how, how many awesome musicians there are, and um, all the talent that lies within that um, that area, and and that just makes you want to hone in your craft as well. Mm-hmm. and um and get get bring yourself you know up further to to a higher level um but you know tamworth i was there watching these guys on that um main stage out in the park mm-hmm. um watching everyone from southbound to adam brand and um you know shannon Nolan, everybody just singing in front of me and 
and just watching the instruments, the guys playing and the band and uh, for a punter, for a, for a country music fan, like, you know, they would love it. Like <laughs> I'm an artist and I'm standing in the, the audience and I think I've got to get along to a few more festivals myself, you know, which is probably a good thing. There's plenty of them this year. Um, now, now that your daughter has been with you to Tamworth, are you cool dad or are you daggy dad? What, what did she think of it? <laughs> she definitely rates me as cool dad. Um, oh, great. <laughs> she, she, she definitely rates me as cool dad. Um, she, she's She's been at school and uh, I think the first week that the teacher ended up playing, playing on the front foot music video to the class and... <laughs> I bumped into a dad at um, one of the cocktail parties and he, he said, oh, mate, yeah, I've, I've, I've had your song on in my car. My daughter came home and <laughs> wanted to play it in the car. So that's a good thing. Kids don't lie. So. Yeah, it's also, a, it's also a, a good avenue of promotion that perhaps hasn't been thought of before. <laughs> I'm bringing across all these uh, all these mums and dads into country music as well. That's great. We, we, lo- we love a grassroots movement um, yep, via yep. primary school. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, why not? And l- like I said, she, she's just inspired not only by me going there and, and, and singing, you know, I turned 50 this year and... You know, I, I go along and I, I'm getting up on stage and I'm I'm singing the crowd to the crowd my my original songs that I've written, and she's seen me do that. But I don't know whether she likes watching me do that more or whether she liked meeting all the big artists. <laughs> I think she really loved meeting the other artists as well, and um, she bonded a lot with some of the some of the female um artists out there she she just got inspired which is which is really good she's come back and she's straight into learning the trumpet so yeah she's she's got into the trumpet and and she she, yeah amazing just and I'm just I'm so happy that she's getting onto an instrument uh I I get the guitar out every now and again and teach her a couple of chords um but she she's she's inspired by that and just that whole waking up in the morning going to breakfast, walking around the streets in Tamworth and, mm-hmm. you know, ch- chatting to people. And it was one of the best festivals I've ever been to pretty much in my life. I'm sure that it was the same for her. She's only 10, but um, it just it just worked. It works yeah. because people are just so nice and, yeah, it's just genuine. And it's nice to get out of the city as well. <laughs> in the country, leading us back to your single country boy. Um, so what do you have planned next? Have you recorded some other singles? I, I imagine you've written some other singles. Yeah, I've, 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 def- I've written some new songs as well, um, but I've got a couple more recorded mm-hmm. and just looking to um, release those over time. Um, and, yeah, pretty excited about those. Um, can't wait for them to sort of, come out um and yeah it's back into the studio to to record some new ones as well um for the future and then um yeah there's there seem to be plenty of music coming and I've got a few people wanting to collaborate with me as well yeah. so um I'm really looking forward to um songwriting with a, a couple of other people and um you know putting some stuff together I did a really interesting songwriting course the other day with Alan Caswell which oh, yeah. was absolutely brilliant um and just just kind of learning that you, you what you're doing right, mm-hmm. and you know relating it to what he's doing as a legendary songwriter, yeah, um, and an inspiration, and just getting the juices flowing amongst, you know, a group. There was about 12, 13 people there, and 
They're in all, person. An in person. Was it an in person? In person. Oh, my in goodness. person. And, <laughs> um, you know, Alan Caswell comes to the Northern Beaches and all these people, <laughs> you know, get in there. And, um, yeah, as I said, just even the other songwriters, they, they were awesome. Um, mm-hmm. and just being amongst it. Yeah, sometimes it's a combination of trying to pinch yourself and go, oh, am I really here? Versus, um, you know, I better step up and <laughs> keep performing here and, and, and you know, really, really make the most of this. Um, yeah. So I think everyone's in the same boat. As, as you say, there's so much talent coming out and mm. it's, it's nice to be amongst it um, because it just lifts, lifts our bar as well amongst yeah. each other. I think that's absolutely true and it's a reason why the music is so strong in this country. Um, the country music is so strong in this country because the yeah. standard is very high. The festival has a lot to do with it because everyone's there and can meet the other artists and see what's going on. But I think the thing I'm taking from what you're talking about, about your own work, is that you're having fun and yeah. how wonderful <laughs> it is to have fun at any stage of life. But it's great for your daughter to see you having fun. It's great for you to have fun and make choices in your life that lead to joy. Basically. Well, this is right, and and she's she's going to learn from that as well, and that that's that's part of her learning and how she'll live her life, you know, yeah. um, doing doing something that that is fun, and always leading in your life and and leading into something that that makes you happy, yeah, um, you know, and uh, it's just yeah, like like I said, um, the lockdown and everything had a lot to do with getting people, uh, getting, putting the cracker up people and making them uh, do it. But now they find themselves in a position where they've got the ball rolling and um, it's, it's just, yeah, the whole, the whole industry and the, the whole genre is, is a lot of, a lot of fun. And it's like you're saying too, it's spreading, you know, it's spreading up the Northern beaches. There's line dancing groups up the Northern beaches. My mum was doing a bit of line dancing there. Um, and that goes back to her, her days in Forbes, you know, growing up as a, a little kid out in the country and uh, just, you know, rekindling that those memories and, and what, she, what, what, what she did as a child. And, um, yeah, all of that has rubbed onto me. And, and I, I think that's what's pushed me as well to always want to wear cowboy boots and do that. I was, I was even doing that, like I said, in 2000 to 2006, like doing the Duke Boy show. Yeah. Um, and I loved watching the Dukes of Hazard and, you know, the Bo and Luke Duke racing around and Uncle Jesse and <laughs> <laughs> all that sort of stuff. So that, that, that's all, that's all, you know, getting the juices flowing and making you want to um, be country. Yeah. So that's, that's what I love. Well, it is fun listening to your single Country Boy and it's great to hear you have new music planned. Uh, people can check out your socials and website, I'm sure, for shows that are coming up. And in the meantime, Jax. Great to talk to you again. Thank you so much, Sophie. Thanks. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Sunburnt Country Music Podcast. For more Australian country music interviews and reviews and other things, go to sunburntcountrymusic.com or to Sunburnt Country Music on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok.